Hello, dear listeners. It's the most romantical, sensual, erotic time of the year. A time when the sap is rising and the juices flow. Ooh, everything's a little bit hard and moist. Yes, it's Valentine's Day. And today the pop gays are going to be discussing the song that makes them all lovey-dovey and the track that makes their eyes roll in the back of their socks and do a little sexy wee. But... Before we do that, just to remind you that you can hear all our other podcasts, just search for at PopGays of a Certain Age on your podcast provider of choice. You can also follow us on Twitter, where we have our daily features of Breakfast Bangers, Midday Movers, Let's Have a Hated Debate, as well as our weekly playlist. So, without further ado, and before the wind leaves our sails, if you know what I mean, cockflop, it's time to hear from our first pop gay. Who, if he was a condom, would be the flavoured condom, oven-roasted salmon flavour? It's Simon. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oven-roasted salmon, yeah. <laughs> so, Simon, before, before you bestow your, your choices on us, you've got, I believe you have a, a Valentine's Day fact. I do, and it's not that I smell or taste like oven-roasted salmon (laughs) in condom form. Um, So, this is my Valentine's Day fact. (laughs) Did you know that not all Valentines are chosen on purpose? So if you receive a Valentine today, and it's a sign that someone has a secret crush on you, back in the Middle Ages, it was a completely different situation. So back then, young men and women drew names from a bowl to see who would be their valentine. A little bit like the the 70s car key thing. Keys in a bowl, yeah. Keys in a bowl. The single women's names would be added to an urn, and then single men of the town would take a name out and then pin it on their sleeve for one whole week. And then that would allow everyone in the town to see who their valentine was, and it could be where the term wearing your heart on your sleeve originates from. Oh, it's kind of like a shag tag. I was thinking that shag tags at Poptastic, it's just like that. It's like a grinder thing, isn't it? But in the medieval times, yeah. Yeah, the women have no heads. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so let, so let, let's hear what is, what is the track that gets you smoochy and, and romantical? So my romantic track is, um, it's actually mine and Chris's song. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Look, I, I don't really have like romantic tracks, but this song is one of the first, well, it's, I think it's the first song that we kind of dance to a little bit, really. Horizontal dancing or just actual dancing? No, no, but... <laughs> and we were just we were just like hanging out and we had you know playlist on and whatever and this came on and we just kind of fell into like a little kind of sway dance it was kind of cute so it's um from 1999 and it's macy gray with i try
like that song. Ooh, I do so like that. Nice. 1999. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. Wow. I was still in high school. I'd, I'd left uni by that point. I'd been working for 20 years by that point. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jaded and, and fed up of the world. Um, what, I think that was her biggest hit, wasn't it? Old mate. No, she, it, it was probably her biggest hit, but she had. Oh, she had just, I think she had loads of good songs, to be honest with you. She did. She had loads of good songs. It was her biggest hit, but it was the second release from her debut album. The first release didn't really launch anything, but this one went right into the stratosphere. It was, um, it was like number one in loads of countries around the world. It got certified platinum in Australia and the United Kingdom, and it just kind of set her on that trajectory. The album itself is brilliant. The video, she wants she's wandering around with a bunch of flowers, isn't she? Yeah. On a on a bus and stuff and all that kind of malarkey. Such a good song though. It is. It is a really, really good song. Um and it just yeah, I'm not really I'm not really a kind of I am romantic, but I'm not a complete kind of smushy type of romantic. So you know, it's quite difficult trying to find a, the right song for this uh, this podcast, but that that kind of is pretty much our song. So yeah, it's cute. Love her voice. Yeah, the one for the wedding. One imagines. Um, oh, cursed it now. Oh, oops. <laughs> um, so we've got the romantic one. What's the one that gird your loins, babe? Well, look, I'm going to be honest. I don't go with this whole thing like, you know, a song gets me in the mood kind of thing. It's just not for me. And all that stuff, you know, when you've got people posting clips of themselves getting jiggy and they've got music on in the background and stuff, it just totally puts me off. I cannot have music on. What people? Well, you know, all those, you know. (laughs) Like porn? Yeah, those kind of like, you know, alt accounts and stuff where they're posting themselves topping some kind of twink bottom thing and it's like they've got EDML in the background or whatever. I I can't have music on. It just doesn't, it turns me off actually. Mm -hmm. However, however, uh, that's kind of more of as I've got older. When I was younger, I did sort of have some music on with, I don't know if he was really my boyfriend. We dated for a few weeks. So, yes. And... <laughs> we were practically married, um, and <laughs> and that night was very good. And we had Madonna's "Justify My Love" on. Oh, we've had we've got history with this, though, haven't we? In this podcast, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we had that on, and then we had Erotica as well. Oh, okay. Some match, a bit of match. Match gets gets you a bit. Um, you're funny beating. Not really, no, not really. I mean, you know, back then it was just kind of like, I don't know, I don't know, it was just on. Did you do a sexy dance? <gasps> <laughs> yeah, I put on a leather mask and had a riding crop and I went, my name is Dita and I will be a mistress tonight. <laughs> sort of bit your knuckle like that. <laughs> no, she does, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, well, they were, they are quite, quite sexual songs, aren't they, those from Madge? They are, but... Sexy songs don't really make me feel sexy. Okay, well we don't. We don't. We weren't asking which one gave you a massive hard on. We were just kind of just saying, you know, which which is which is a night. It's a sexy song. Yeah. Okay. Madonna, justify my love.
Belton. What? Elton. Belton. Belton. Oh, I thought he said Elton. Oh. I thought he said I can't think of a sexy Elton John song. My hard on wilted, quite literally. I'm still standing. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly 45, barely. Oh, no, not with Bruno Tollioni and his little speedos in that video. Oh, God, yeah. It's gross. It's just gross. Bruno Tollioni's in the video. Yeah. For Justify My Love, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one getting wept. Yeah. yeah, he's a gimp in the background. Just going... <laughs> uh, no thanks. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Simon. That that was we we know a little bit more about you now, which I don't know is a good thing or not, but you know, wow. still, still. Well, thank you. So, for our next pop gay, we're gonna go over to the one the pop gay. If who if he was a condom, he'd be ribbed for your pleasure. Mm, it's Graham. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm so giving like that. Hang on. No, hang on. How come Graham gets to be ribbed and I smell of baked salmon? Did you like salmon? Because that's all you're on. You had to nip off and put it in before we started. What are we talking about? <laughs> what am I putting in? Something some to roast oh, in your salmon. oven. In your man oh. oven. Your loving oven. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Graham, give, give us your Valentine's Day fact before you tell us about your musical choices. Okay, now, according to Welsh tradition... A child born on Valentine's Day would have many lovers. Lucky them. Uh, a calf born on Valentine's Day, however, would be no use for breeding purposes. <laughs> and if hens were to hatch eggs on Valentine's Day, they would all turn out rotten. <laughs> what an interesting fact that is. That is, that is. that is fascinating. Is it true? Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> hang on. Is that a bestiality fact? What the hell are you talking about? No, no. If you if you were a child and born on Valentine's Day, you were lucky. But if you were a cow and you were born on Valentine's Day, not so lucky. Also, if you were a chicken and you were hatched on Valentine's Day, rotten. Rotten to the core. But the child's nothing to do with the cow and the chicken. No, a cow didn't give birth to any... Right, sorry. I wasn't clear on that. This isn't Nickelodeon, Simon. It's nothing to do with... Well, interesting facts for that, for that. So, Graham, tell us what is your what is your romantic choice? This was quite tough because there's probably about twenty songs or so that I could have chosen, you know. And you get these Valentine love song compilations you see in ASDA mm-hmm. um, every year, and none of my choices would be on there. So, in the end, I thought I would go for a bit of a deep cut from none other than Sophie Ellis-Bexter. We love her. Um, And it's from, it's a track from her third album, Trip the Light Fantastic. And the song is called The Distance Between Us. The thing is, right, so for me, that this is Sophie's 
best album, I think, of her five or six, however many she's done. She's my thin inspiration. She's she is she's really good, and um, I met her once, and she was very lovely. Just so you know, um, and but when you go back and you listen to her album, she kind of ventures off into some quite abstract themes here and there. But the Trip the Light Fantastic album is pretty much an album which is full of love songs from like start to finish, and you definitely get to experience both sides of the coin on that album. And what I mean by that is you get both the joy and the heartache over the course of the songs. And then basically, and then this track, you've got basically the whole premise is Sophie, she's so in love with her man and they've become so close, but the distance between the two of them isn't close enough, even close enough for a liking. And there's a line in the song which goes, I want to climb inside of you and see your heartbeat. Which, Which depending on your viewpoint is either a really sweet sentiment, or it's a gory horror show. Psycho. (laughs) It's like, I want your butt inside of me. That's a weird thing to say. Sounds like top goals to me. (laughs) (laughs) We can't ever get close enough. I want to climb right inside your body and see your heart beating. Now you see. (laughs) I'm not not feeling that, Sophie. Um, (laughs) Do you know what? Is Sophie Baxter quite a large woman? As in tall? She's tall. She is tall. And especially with the size of the heels that she wears. I just absolutely love her. I think she obviously did really well when she had her earlier start of the career. And then, do you know, sometimes artists kind of get a little bit sidelined and end up not being forgotten, but there's some tracks that she had that should have been absolute skyrocketing. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? I agree. And, mm-hmm. and they just didn't quite get it. And I, and I felt that sad for her for that because they're, they're absolute bangers. And then, you know, she didn't cry about it. She didn't like, she's not one of these desperate celebs that's like, oh, I'm going to go on I'm a celeb, try and reignite my career that way. And what she ended up doing was the kitchen disco thing of the, the whole of the lockdowns, which brought so much. Which is amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. And, and it, she didn't do it for anything other than, I'm just going to be at home, so I want to keep singing and entertaining people. So that's what I'm going to do. And then she supported Steps. And she was one of my highlights from from seeing the gig because she's just incredible. And that's why I was just like, when she said, I'm on tour next year, I was like, I'm going to go and watch her. Oh yeah, I'm going. I'm going as well. Yeah, I'm going. I, I'm going as well. Oh, should we all have a big pop gays night out Ooh. to see Sophie Ellis Baxter? <laughs> Let's do it. I have seen her before. I saw her years ago in Warrington, um, and she's incredible. And she's, I think, she is an artist that suits probably like smaller venues anyway because it's more intimate that way. And she just gets on stage, dances about as a laugh, and sounds the way mm-hmm. she sounds. Yeah, she sounds. Live like she does on the record. Yeah, it's cool. What a good choice. Is it? Is it an up-tempo track or is it, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, I, I want to crawl inside of you as a particular very up-tempo kind of vibe. <laughs> no, but it's not like a, a kind of, you know, slit your wrists lamenting ballad. There's a couple of songs like that on that album, but mm. uh, that particular song is a bit mid-tempo, I think. Oh, okay. I'll have to listen to it. I do have the album, but I don't I don't recall Mid-tempo. it. Mid-tempo. Mid-tempo. Romantic shuffle. Mm. So let's hear your song that is... is, is the, the sexy song. The sexy song. I was struggling for the words there then. I'm <laughs> glad, you, glad you jumped in. <laughs> well, I was a bit like Simon because I was really struggling to come up with anything to begin with. And I was thinking to myself, hmm, do songs turn me on really? 
I'm sh- not sure that they do. Maybe I prefer a bit of audio and visuals. The truth be known. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean, you know, you're doing your shopping in Asra, it comes on and you have to go and hide behind, you know. The, the, well, yeah, the- I feel as if I need to point out, when I pointed this out in our chat, the very words that Lee used was, it doesn't have to necessarily, I'll read it out to you, it doesn't have to necessarily give you a drippy semi, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. It doesn't have to. Just like a quarter on. Just a track you think is sexy. Yeah, a slight twitch of the bell end, and that's, you know, whatever. <laughs> anyway, the track I'm opting for, I'm going back in time to 1996, and it's by Louise. Louise oh. Redknapp. Louise nerding as she was at the time. And it's the title track from her first album, Naked. It is a se- it's more of a sexy video, isn't it, than a sexy song? Yeah, so she's got that silvery PVC kind of outfit mm. on. It kind of glows white when the light is shown on her. Mm. And she's practically lap dancing for some extremely fit man pretending to be a nerd, if I remember correctly. Tied mm. to a chair, isn't he? <laughs> yes. Yes. I really like it. Again, similar similar to Sophia Spectre. She had loads of bobs. She had like mm. absolute loads of bobs. And then I was really looking forward to that new album that she was going to do. And unfortunately, time just wasn't on her side with the whole Rona happening because I think the album's actually pretty decent for, for a, a release mm. in the last couple of years, but she just never got the exposure for it. Mm. I really liked the singles from the album. I thought it was, um, yeah, it was. The second one was dead good. Yeah, that was produced by Clean Mandate. Mm. Oh, really? Mm. Yes, Did you know that she feels your lips, her fingertips? That's what she does. She does. <laughs> I think that Naked song is a big part of the reason why she was um, like voted FHM's sexiest woman for about four years running. Yeah. Um, you know, she's, she's kind of, I'm a sexy thing now. Now that I've left Eternal, I'm a sexy girl <laughs> next door. Well, that was the thing. I mean, she was, when she was in Eternal, she'd been in Eternal for at least two years, I think, mm. by that point. So everybody knew who she was. And she had a couple of singles out. She had Light of My Life and then I think In What Love didn't he do as well. Mm. And then but when she came out with this song, I think it was the first time she was kind of leaving the R&B stuff aside a little bit. And she was like, the first time she was like trying to be a proper pop star, you know, in capital letters, mm. you know, and it's a very kind of Kylie-esque production on it, I thought, at the time. And at, at the end of the day, there wasn't very many other songs on that album. It sounded quite like it, but I think it did set the stage for album number two, which was Women and Me, I think, which came maybe a year later and was is easily our best album as far as I'm concerned. Is that the one with arms around the world? Yes. Oh my God, I love that song so much. AKA Janet Jackson Runaway. Yeah, it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. The same song, but it's still good. Well, good, good, a good choice for a sexy song. Um, thank you. Now, before we go to our next pop guy, what we did on our Twitter channel was we asked people, ch- channel, page, whatever, um, we asked 
our listeners and our followers to give us their choices of their romantic song and sexy song. So I've got one of our first first replies. So this is from Matthew um, at Matthew J. Swain. And his favourite romantic song is All the Man I Need by Whitney Houston. I do like that song. Oh, the man. Good song. Yeah, yeah. Um, the song that makes him feel sexy. I don't want to say this. It's it's come on. It's wet by Nicole Scherzinger. Or are you saying someone else's choices? No, it's not me. It's not my <laughs> choice. Um, You're wet. <laughs> I've wet myself. Can it's we, can a banger we... of a song. It's a great it's, song. It's, yeah, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's a good song. She can turn me straight. She's absolutely gorgeous. She's beautiful. If anything, that makes you more gay, though. Ah. The fact that she's like quite an iconic gay icon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just love the fact that, you know, the, the, she she cancelled the Pussycat Dolls tour on Twitter and didn't tell the others. She just posted it. It was like, yeah, we're not doing it now, babes. And you know what? She's never really been my favourite from them, even though she's the singer. But I obviously connect more to the dancers anyway. So Kimberly Wire and Kermit. And all of them actually can sing. They hmm. just don't have quite the voice that she does, but they never really get the look in from it. So I think that's a little bit thing with me. I just kind of go, bitch, show the spotlight. I just, I just think, don't be a greedy whore. <laughs> I just think that if you're going to be sexy, don't be so so overt, like you know, wet. Don't say be saying that. I don't want to hear that in a song. I don't want to hear wet ass pussy either. But we're not going to go down that route again because I'm not. I refuse to be angered by that. Maybe she means like getting sweaty in a club, or maybe she means going to a nice beach together or something. I don't know. Or a spa. A spa. Go to Ribby Hall. No, she doesn't. It says I'm going to rip my clothes off, get soaking wet on the ground. It means that her gusset is as. Busted. So, you know. She's bathing in the morning dew. You just don't know. It's about to be showered. Mm. <laughs> oh. Love juices. No, we're not talking about that. No. So, right. Let's let's stop. Let's stop and go. Okay. Right. So let's go on to our next pop gay. Who, if he was a prophylactic, he'd be a monjour French tickler. It's Reese. It's a prophylactic. <laughs> Prophylactic, dears. It's the it's the official term for a condom. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Didn't know that. <laughs> really? Really, people? No, it, it is. <laughs> we need to up our sex edge, don't we? I thought you were going to say prolapse at first, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to question Reese about those kind of issues. I'm off now. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to push your prolapse back inside. Um, <laughs> Reese, give us your Valentine's Day fact. So, did you know that the first Valentine was sent in the 15th century? The oldest record of a Valentine ever being sent, according to History.com, was a poem written by a French medieval duke named Charles to his wife in 1415. Oh. Mm. Charles penned this sweet note to his lover while he was imprisoned in the Tower of London at just 21 years old. One of the lines in the poem read, I am already sick of love, my very gentle Valentine. Oh. oh, and then he had his head chopped off. <laughs> off with his head. Oh, 21. <laughs> 21 years old. That was like middle aged back then, wasn't it? Because they, 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 they didn't live particularly very long. No. Oh, I do remember sending that first Valentine's card myself in the 15th century. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chiseled on stone, the... it, Yes, it was. Yeah, in, in dinosaur crap. Um, <laughs> yeah. Maybe on sleepboards with chalk. Hieroglyphics. <laughs> yeah. Ibis blood on the wall. Um, anyway, tell us about your romantic track. Okay, so my romantic track comes from my all-time favourite female artist. Personally, I think she's absolutely phenomenal, although she is an acquired taste. And uh, my song is called Wind Song, and it's by Randy Crawford. Oh, I've never heard it. The song itself, it's not a well-known track. It's, a you know, one of those album tracks. It was never released as a single. But, yeah, it's from a 1982 album called Wind Song. And it's definitely not one of her most famous, but I think it's just as good. Um, it's bright, mellow. It's got a great melody. And as always, her vocals are amazing. A lot of people kind of put Randy to the back of the queue when it comes to female artists, but I personally think she's a diva in her own right. She's got 20 albums under her belt. Wow. She's about 70 years old now. She retired about two or three years ago, so she's been going for quite some time. Oh. Oh. I only kind of really know her for the Fly Away song. One day I'll fly away. Yeah. yeah. Lovely voice, though. She's lovely mm. to answer a voice. She also did Street Life, and she did the original You Might Need Somebody, which was later covered by Shola Amar. Oh, of course she, she did. did. Oh, yes. Shola yeah. Amar. Cool. Check me with my Spotify looking up skills. Oh. <laughs> Loving. Is it, is, it a, is, it a sl- is it a ballad? Is it a mid-tempo? I would say it's slow to mid-tempo, somewhere in between. But um, mm. it is... It's one of my favourite love songs, and uh, it has the lyrics that I find quite nice. The lyrics go, and there's a light in your eyes shining from deep inside your heart, so stay here in my life like a wind song. Oh, that's nice. Which is nice. It's nice. Yeah, that is nice. It's nice. 
do you ever get a little bit tipsy and then sing it to your other half? <laughs> I might have done with what, a wig. I, I might, no, 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 no. No wigs. No wigs. No wigs. <laughs> You're our wins. Oh, I love you. Oh, that's romantic. <laughs> it is. Oh, I'm gonna. I will again. I see. I haven't heard a lot of the songs that people have talked about. So it's, it's an education. What is what? I, I'm. I'm assuming that you've not gone down the erotica justify my love route for your sexy song. Not this time. Like we said, I've touched upon that before. Mm-hmm. So what? It, what is your sexy song for this? So my sexy track, I think, is Hot AF, if I'm honest. And it's called Breathe On Me. And it's by Britney Spears. Sexual yes. gasp of improvement. <laughs> <laughs> it's Britney. It's Britney, bitch. Yeah. I mean, what I find sexy about this more than anything else is the the composition of the music. If you took Britney out of it, it would still be a pretty sexy track. You know, the beat is strong. It's got good timing. The bass is wide and deep. Ooh. Ooh. Wide and deep. deep. <laughs> <laughs> good rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Graham's lips just like super pursed as you said that. Then he just went Any <laughs> thought of it. Ooh. Wide and deep, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. And the thing is, I'm not. I'm not just sitting here looking at Graham. His lips literally moved that much. Uh, it just grabbed my attention. I was like, "Oh, oh!" So it's it is a very sexy song, isn't it? It's very breathy, very yeah. Britney. It's very Britney. Yeah, yeah. I think she's she's brought quite a few sexy tracks, you know, throughout a career that sound quite like this. I mean, you've got "Give Me More" and yeah. etc. Outrageous. The song "Outrageous" is quite. Yeah, yeah. I find that. There's a lot of tracks going from the In The Zone era up until Blackout. You know, they're just completely... Two great albums. Two great albums. They are, yeah. Mm. It's just a shame that she never released Breathe On Me as a single and made a video for it. I think that would have been pretty pretty steamy, you know, mm. so, yeah. Was it, did it get the remix treatment from something? Didn't Was it on, like, the, the remix album that she did? Be in the mix. I think there mm. probably was. I think there was probably only ever one or two remixes officially made for it. Oh. I'd be like, Brittany, brush your teeth first before you do any breathing <laughs> on me, love. Um, <laughs> that, what a way to kill a mood, that, eh? What a way to kill a mood. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for that, um, Reese. I'm going to check out that Randy Crawford track. Before we go on to our next pop gay, let's just have another little look at one of the answers given to us by one of our Twitter followers. So Jacob at Hits Don't Lie, um, um, his romantic track is Stay Awake, Wait For Me by Jesse Ware. Tonight, 
don't know this track. No, but I do like his Twitter handle name. That's really clever. Yeah. Hits don't lie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. At Jacob don't lie. Um, yeah. So I, I'm assuming what she, in this song, she's kind of like saying, don't go to sleep because you're in, you're in for a promise if when I get home. When I, when I come in. Oh. Yeah. So it sounds a bit like that. His, in, so his instant recipe for sexy is Slow by Kylie. Come on and dance with me. Uh, yeah, do you know what? That is just pure sex. It is, mm. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The video is mm. just brilliant. The video oh my is God, just... it's just brilliant. And she's just, she's just sex. Sex. Just covered in bodies everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. We, we agree with that one. We agree with that one. I think we all need to just rearrange our trousers for a second um, before we go to our next pop gay. Um, so let's go over to our next pop gay. Who, if he was a condom, he'd be an extended pleasure one so that they can last longer. Ooh, it's Tim. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> extended pleasure. Yes. Extended pleasure. 12-inch mix. Ooh. 13 if you <laughs> anyway <laughs> so before we before we go into your choices what is your what is your valentine's day fact right well did you know in seoul if you are single on the 14th of february there is an unofficial holiday for you it's black noodle day celebrated on the 14th of april heart sick singles wear their darkest clothing and come together to eat tons of Black bean noodles. That's not very romantic, is it? Kind of me, to be honest with you. <laughs> That's just my life. Nobody wants you, so have a big pot of noodles and wear black. Oh. It's it's my life. I wear black all the time oh. and obviously eat noodles all the time, you know. Oh. I, I don't really eat noodles all the time. Well, but now you know you've got a day if you need to. I've got a choice. <laughs> I like having choices, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. oh, well, thank you for that little fact, Tim. What is your romantic choice of of song? Um, I didn't have to think about this. It's um, by Kylie. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It's Cosmic. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's um, All the Lovers, but the Abbey Road version. Nice choice. Yeah, it is a nice choice. If you take away all the fancy video and actually listen to the words, it's all the lovers that have gone before, they don't compare to you. Mm. And it's, yeah. And you've had a few, haven't you, Tim? Oh, yes. I've been around the block. Yeah. Yeah. Even working that 12 inch. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Been around the block, but, you know, um, yes. Um, It's just such a great song and uh, i mean the video is amazing anyway it's um it's kylie it's kylie yeah 
will that version be featuring in your in your nuptials, Tim? It may do at some point, I would imagine. Ooh. Oh, but we also be doing the Kylie hand. Yes, you know, as you yes. go, as you gesture to the audience. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, so we've we've had your romantic choice. Give us your raunchy, sexy choice. Well. Simon actually took my first choice from me. Oh. Um, so I quickly had to have a rethink. I was going to say Madonna Erotica. Okay. But the, the shady bitch got in there before me. But now I'm going to I'm going to go with The Weekend. I feel it coming. Indeed, you do. Yes. Um, oh, okay. That's quite a modern one, isn't it? That one. Yes. Oh. Yes. 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 And I mean, I just think the weekend just got such an amazing voice. You could just feel like, it coming. Yeah, feel it coming. <laughs> <laughs> With your twelve inches. I mean, your twelve. Oh, what is it? Though? Thirteen. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, in your dreams, babe. Um, <laughs> oh, it is. It is quite a sexy song, that isn't it? It is a sexy. I mean, I think the weekend could sing anything sexy. He could Humpty Dumpty, Humpty Dumpty could sit on the wall and make that sexy. It's just oh. got that. It's kind of like the new Bruno Mars a little bit, I think. Yes, but uh, filthy. I feel like he's naughty. Whereas Bruno Mars is a bit bland. Yeah. I was trying to think of a nice way of saying it. I think The Weeknd's voice sounds a lot like Michael Jackson. I think he's actually releasing music that Michael Jackson should have been releasing later on. Well, well, if he was with us, but he's not. So Mm. we can't can't hold that against him. Um, I've got to admit, when I first heard that track, I thought it was Michael Jackson. Oh. I legitimately did think it was Michael Jackson. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, th- well, thank you for that, Tim. Uh, for your, I'm, I'm thinking baby oil. I'm thinking oh. candles. I'm thinking rose petals. And you going? I can feel it coming. James, I can coming. feel it coming. Yeah. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> coming. <laughs> nice. Okay. So do you know what? But I don't know about you lot. But I, I need a breather. I think it's time to to move out of the wet spot, wipe down, readjust the meat and two veg. And join us in part two, where we will hear the rest of the pop gaze choices. Mm-hmm. 